Hey, LaGrave family, where does our help come from? Our help still comes from the Lord, who's the maker of heaven and earth. And our help continues to be in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, this week, I am coming to you from Northern Lower Michigan, where our family comes each July to visit grandma. And um, as you can see, it's warm. The sun is out, the lake water is great, the leaves are full on the trees and the mosquitoes are out. And I can almost pretend with all of those things in place that we are back in the summer of 2019 when all of those things were just as they are today. Except of course that isn't the case. And especially for those of you who continue to be indoors or isolated from others, you're still very much waiting. You're still very much um, under the cloud of a pandemic. You're still waiting for a normal return to rhythms of life. Um, as a culture, we're waiting for tears in the fabric of our society to be acknowledged and to begin to be mended. Personally, maybe you're waiting for test results, you're waiting for healing, you're waiting for wholeness, you're waiting for answers, and waiting is hard. The psalmist in Psalm 40 verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry. Patience is hard, and the Hebrew actually has it a little differently. In Hebrew, that verse says, in waiting, I waited for the Lord. It's like a double dose of waiting. And the word means to look for, to anticipate, to expect. It's not aimless or empty waiting or waiting just done in a vacuum. The waiting is attentively expectant that God will intervene at just the right time spirit-given assurance to the hearts of God's people. Waiting when we have an uncertain future can make our minds and our hearts a little twitchy. Uncertainty, especially if we're isolated, is very, very hard for us to go through. So we need to be reminded that we aren't alone as we wait for God to act. And yet, even in solitude, there are habits that can be used by the Spirit of God to reinforce the reality to us that God has not left the room. So here is an embodied prayer for illumination that our family's trying to practice as we do um, Bible reading at nighttime. We put our, our hands near our ears and we say, Spirit, help us hear you. We put our finger by our eyes and we say, Spirit, help us to see Jesus. We put our hands over our hearts and we say, Spirit, help us to love you. And it might feel a little strange at first, but even if you live alone, I would encourage you to practice some of your habits of connecting with God out loud because hearing your own voice, touching your own body in ways that remind you that the Spirit of Jesus is all around you um, are really helpful for reminding you of the truth of those words that the Spirit connects you to God. He connects you to other people 
um, that are also seeking and pursuing the heart of God and are waiting expectantly for God's activity in the world. And in these habits and practices, the Lord prepares us for the kinds of things that he has for us to do, um, even as these are the kinds of things that he has for us to do. So wherever you are waiting today, my encouragement to you is to know that you're not alone and to go with a blessing from our God. May the peace of Christ go with you wherever you may be. May he shelter you through the wilderness and protect you through the storm. May he fill you with thanksgiving at the wonders he has shown you. And may he bring us all home rejoicing face to face again once more.